test test oh wow this is way different welcome to the right now show this show is all about inspiring our generation people in their 20s to go out and actually go for your dream to find out what your purpose and your mission in life is and i know that you listening you are capable of so much more than you can possibly imagine and i want you to go out and i want you to make that happen and on this show we're going to bring on people that have inspired us that are absolutely just crushing it in life and have overcome insane odds and this show is called the right now show because the only thing that is truly real is this moment let's get into the show all right welcome to the right now show i'm here with logan trey mellon um so we met at a upw it's a tony robbins seminar um unleash the power within mm-hmm. probably a couple months back but you have a uh, you have quite the story i've been seeing your instagram and uh what you're 24 years old yeah gotcha so talk to me what do you do right now like what do, what do you do for work what does life look like for I, right now yeah, i'm the founder of a video marketing company so uh life right now <laughs> It's very seasonal, um, so we're getting into our busy season. I've started, I got into video production uh, around action sports, actually. Mm-hmm. So we're getting into our busy season because we still cover action sports. Yeah. But we do a lot of commercial work, too. Like, t- even just today, I uh, I woke up, had a meeting here with a podcast guest who's gonna who might p- potentially be a new client yeah. um and then i went to a meeting at the bank and then i got a haircut because i know i had this podcast and uh, then i came back here had to pack for a full shoot we moved basically our entire studio to yeah. somebody else's uh set up there for a two-hour shoot tore it back down brought it back here set up for this and then tomorrow first thing in the morning i fly to lake havasu so it's yeah. a little bit crazy lake havasu uh, lake havasu where's that at it's like three hours away from vegas it's out there is it in the grand canyon I honestly don't know. Because I know Havasu Falls is like one of the, like one of the top things on my bucket list. Probably around there, yeah. Havasu. Yeah, yeah that's awesome, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like, what got you into all this? Um, it's actually a crazy story. So, I used to race ATV motocross, right? Um, and I raced at the national level. That's how I met my full time guy right now. Is we both race on the same national team. Wow. Um, and I had a bunch, I actually had an ATV accident where I punctured my intestine. Um, so I went to the hospital, was put in a coma, I was a nine day coma, I think it was five surgeries in that time, ended up being in the hospital for a month and a half, and it was just, you know, a really, really hard time, because up until this point, I think I was 16, yeah. um, I was just a normal kid, you know, cared a little bit about school, didn't know mm-hmm. what I wanted to do, didn't have any focus, um, and then I got really, really sick, and when I came back, I was still lost. It took me a few months to, actually, I think I was lost for like six months, just zero motivation, just still super sick, but a lot better. Like I wasn't on my deathbed anymore. I was, yeah. I was just lost. And um, actually my stepmom um, took us all to UPW. That was like six months after my first big surgery. Um, but I'll, we'll go back to that story. But um, mm-hmm. I got sick again a few years later. I went to Florida State. What it was going for marketing, uh, dropped right. out after a semester, got really sick, had to move back home. And um, when I was recovering that time, I'm like, I remember my recovery from the first time. It's like I put on 10, 20, 30, 40 pounds of muscle in a very short period of time. And yeah. I know there was a lot of I don't know, inspiration in that. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to document this recovery because wow. I know I'm going to come back. Oh, yeah. So I started vlogging. And with motivation from a few other people, I ended up daily vlogging for like 270 days. Oh, wow. Um, so it was a very long time. Yeah. And uh, the only reason I stopped, I actually just told the story today. The only reason I stopped daily vlogging is because at the end of at the 271st, 272nd day, I had a full-time job in video production and action sports photography. Crazy. So the only reason I stopped. And when I started the vlog, I didn't know how to use a camera. I didn't wow. know what I wanted to do. Dang. So just the daily consistent yeah. showing up really changed my trajectory. Right. So I worked under that dude for a year. Taught me so much. I mean, so much about business. Mm-hmm. We traveled like 70% of the time. Fun. Yeah, we are all over the country. Um, actually, I might see him this weekend at the shoot. Um, nice. But um, then I went off on my own, and I did my my own action sports video production. Yeah. And I was first time I was on my own for ever, you know, my entire life. And that went from me never really making any money to like, okay, now I make more than the average income in the U.S. already, and I'm yeah. second year in business. Hell yeah. So then I just kept on growing that, and then you know did action sports photography like i said for the past four or five years last year i was like i don't want this just to be about me yeah you know i could i could have been very comfortable um just doing that you know Mm -hmm. not having any overhead just being a single solo entrepreneur with a small business right working pretty much 10 weeks out of the year and that's it yeah because that's all the events were it's crazy um and i was like <laughs> I'm so young. I can't be done like that. Yeah. That's not. I I didn't even have a thought in my mind that that's where I was going to end. Mm-hmm. Um, so last year um, in March, I hired my best friend. He moved from North Carolina up here to Pennsylvania with me. Um, we basically shot the entire series last year as a team, oh, and he didn't know anything about video editing or shooting cameras. So yeah. it's a very long learning process. We're coming up on a year of actually working together. Um, so that was really cool because I'm like now I'm not just building a business and building a brand for me yeah. you know that was there's only so much you can be fueled by something that you're just doing for yourself yeah it's always better together exactly yeah, so you can achieve so much more with more ideas yeah and i mean i feel like i've done some pretty cool stuff already in my life like mm-hmm. shooting for honda yamaha chevy like wow. big brands cool yeah. trips world premieres for like just cool uh manufacturers yeah um traveling a lot but every single time somebody asks me like What's the greatest thing you've ever done? I'm like hiring my best friend. Mm. It's like I don't even care if I've lost money over the yeah, past year. For sure. It's just being able to one of the people that you care about most in life, being able to basically give him income. Right. And replace his old income that he didn't like. That's fulfillment right there. It's yeah. not about how much money you have in the bank account. It's you know how you're spending your time in the yeah. right now. Yeah. And I mean, I get caught up in the day to day now where I'm like, oh, we have cash flow issues because I have a lot more overhead now than I've ever had. Like, sure. we have a studio. I have one full time employee, like four or five part time employees. Yeah. Uh, a lot more cash coming in, but also a lot more going out. I'm sure. So like, there's some days where I'm like f- stressing out, but then I like look back to where I was at like a year ago, and I'm like. Why am I worried? Like, I have way more abundance in my life now than I've ever had. For sure. Um, like, even, like, yesterday, I'll, be like, be freaking out one day. And then today, it's all gone. Yeah. And today today was probably one of the best days I've had in a while. Just because I had, I had a lot going. Like, there was, I had so much to do today. Yeah. I think that was part of the reason. Probably just flow state. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, let's take it back a little bit. Like, for those listening, Logan's, he's ripped. But it, was, it wasn't always like that. I know you no. hit on, like, you got super sick. So, yeah. you had a coma? I was put in a coma. Put yeah. in a coma. Yeah. So, you had Crohn's disease, mm-hmm. right? 
Yeah. So when I punctured my intestine, how old were you when this I was happened? 16. So you're 16 and like, talk to me like the day you found out like this happened. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll, I'll say a funny story. Um, so me and my full-time guy, Noah, uh, we were at the race. It was the Saturday. We were a Saturdays and Sundays. Um, I was watching him race. He came up short on a big jump, broke his hip, went to the hospital. An hour later, I race, I think second, third lap, small yeah. little crash, punctured my intestine, go to the hospital. Wow. Um, so we're both in the hospital at the same time. I don't think he knew I was there. But um, when I punctured my intestine, it was actually already a bad part. Like it wasn't a result from the crash. Yeah. I already had a condition. I already had Crohn's, I already had two foot of dead mm. intestine. Oh, wow. So it was so fragile that it yeah. didn't take much to break it uh-huh um so then we were watching races like an hour after my crash um and i started to like really feel bad mm. apparently i started to turn green wow and like started to have really bad pain so my dad i, I got in the back of a pickup truck with frozen sausages down my pants and my dad drove me to the hospital <laughs> um, i walked into the hospital and they're like uh are you okay i'm like no they put me right back got a ct scan put me right into surgery yeah <laughs> um but basically, yeah, I had Crohn's disease. Um, I came back from that. I ended up having a stomach infection, so I lost a bunch of weight. And I was 130, 140 pounds. I wasn't. I did not have a lot of weight to lose. And what are you right now? 165. Yeah. Yeah. So put that in perspective. Yeah. And that was, like like I said, that was the first time. Then I went to Florida State, dropped out of school, wanted yeah. to start my own business. I actually started a clothing brand while I was there. Uh, but I was stuck in bed, got another stomach infection, lost it all again back to square so it happened two times in a row no hold on there's more <laughs> um so then i come back from that that yeah. was when i daily vlogged i documented my whole recovery then i was making a, i moved to new york city i was making videos on strictly crohn's disease like mm -hmm. if you want to heal crohn's i was even saying cure even though i really didn't know what i was talking about mm -hmm. um, i was like this is what you should do all about diet all about natural lifestyle workout you know eat healthy and then live in new york city for two months go I had two Florida trips, both for Tony Robbins events. One was UPW. One was, what was it? My first date with Destiny. Oh, you did that? Yeah, I wow. did it twice now. Um, wow. But that was the the last in-person one was the one I went to. Yeah. And when I came back, I just, I, I think I laid it on the, our couch actually for like a week in New York. Mm. And then I went home for my dad's wedding and it's like a three hour train ride. But I went home and I just never went back to New York because I got sick again. Wow. Third time in a row, every other year, mm. uh, I lost all my muscle again. I think that time I was 140 yeah. pounds. So I lost over 40 pounds. Right. Everything. Uh, the first time I got surgery, second time I got sick, I didn't. This time I had another surgery. And Jeez. then I, the year and a half after that, I don't even think you know this, um, I got an ostomy bag. You know what that is? I don't. It's basically, um, since I had three different, like, in surgery points in my intestine that yeah. they did and um the two for whatever reason one of them was better than the other two mm -hmm. so i couldn't actually use that like the what the last 80 percent of my intestine right so they put a bag on the side of me wow. that i went to the bathroom through jeez so like i didn't go to the bathroom normally it right. came out in a bag so for a year and a half and this was honestly probably <laughs> Sounds counterintuitive. This was probably yeah. the greatest time in my life so far. Huh. I don't know why. There was something about having a really big problem that I had to deal with every single day. Right. Like for this year and a half, I woke up at 4.30 a.m. and worked out every single day at 5.15. Because mm -hmm. you get to. I had to. Yeah. I, I literally didn't have a choice. Right. I couldn't work out after I ate food. I couldn't work out mm -hmm. after I drank water because it would just come out the bag. Right. And if I did... 
uh, I work, I did CrossFit at the time, so it was super intense exercising. Right. Fifty percent of the time I was working out, it would come off, and I would have to just literally put this thing around me so it stayed attached to my body, so mm-hmm. I could keep working out without noticing it. Yeah. So I had to work out in the morning, but I also couldn't sleep for more than three hours without having to get up and empty it. Mm-hmm. So there were so many problems that came with the bag, but regardless of that being the biggest pain in the ass that I've ever had to deal with. Um, I still put on 50 pounds of muscle. I still worked out every single day. I still ate really healthy. I still ran every single day. I still built a business. I still traveled the country shooting video production. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't not stop me from doing anything. Yeah. Yeah. So just like to put in perspective, like what's your excuse? Like when people are listening to this, damn man, that's crazy. So like, what would you say is like the most valuable, you know, lesson you got from, you know, you know, falling down, getting back up and just keep going. Like what, what was the most valuable lesson you learned there? Hmm. I don't know. I would just say there's really nothing stopping any of us besides ourselves. Yeah. Like, I felt like I achieved so much in that time when I was dealing with the most. Um, I mean, I feel like, what's that quote? There's a quote that says, like, um, the more adversity you can feel comfortable with or whatever it is, the more challenges that you're able to, you know, take on and still, like, live with, the more successful you'll be. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's how just life is. Right. Like if you can get better at having more, it, like right now, for example, I have, you know, a business, I have more employees than ever. Like I said, I have more cash going out yeah. than ever. And I feel like the more of that that I can take on and still be comfortable with, mm-hmm. the more I can expand outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. The more you'll just achieve and, and feel and be fulfilled in life. Do you think you'd be in this position if you didn't go through all that? Absolutely you, not. Yeah. So what were you like before all this happened? You know, 15 year old Logan, what was he like? Like I said, I was just a kid. Yeah. <laughs> like I didn't know any, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Right. And it wasn't until my first really big struggle and it wasn't just Tony, but being in a very, very, very critical state and going to an event like Unleash the Power Within, mm-hmm. it all just, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Like, I wow. had no idea. Yeah. Was that like a catalyst for you? 100%. Can you explain to the viewers um, what is Unleash the Power Within? Who is Tony Robbins? Yeah, so many people feel like, I mean, it is a cult to a certain extent. It's a, it's a great cult. Yeah. It's a great cult to be in. Pretty much, yeah. Um, Tony Robbins is he comes off as a motivation for sure. For sure. But I love explaining him as the number one life and business strategist in the world. It's mm. so like he teaches you he, the strategies and the tools of how you can become your own practical psychologist yeah. and truly understand why you make decisions, why you do things, why you value different things other than other different than other people. For sure. Um and I mean, everything that he says, really, I just really understand. And I'm like, I truly take it to heart. Like, I, he's probably one of the few people that I've ever heard on the internet where I'm like, there's not a single thing that I've ever heard from him that I didn't agree with and didn't truly believe. Yeah. Um, and I always, when I tell people this, I'm, I always try to approach it as like, I know this person's scared. <laughs> I know this yeah. person isn't going to agree with it. For but sure. I'm like, how can I 
just bring some of the tools or some of the strategies or lessons that I've learned from him and possibly help somebody. Right. Because it's rare that somebody will go to an event and truly take everything to heart and actually make change. For sure. You know, there's a lot of people who are, even when they go to the events and do all the exercises and stuff. They do. um, They're like, they they go home and they don't do much. So it's, yeah, I mean... It's, it's all about what you do day to day. It's your rituals. Yeah. If, you might get motivated for a couple of weeks there, but if you go back, you might just be the same person. Yeah. For sure. Um, now, you were crewing. I was crewing. That's how we met. Mm-hmm. What do you think is the importance of like networking, going to these events? It's not just to you know learn from Tony, learn, watch him speak, but it's also to network with people, business owners, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Like Tony says, yeah, you are the five. I mean, a lot of people say this. You are like the five people who you surround yourself with. Mm-hmm. And at these events, there's like, like he does the. He has people raise their hands on like the first day or something. Like, how many people are in here are entrepreneurs? Mm-hmm. It's like ninety five percent of the. It might be more than that. Ninety five percent of the people in the room. For sure. And it's because the people that show up to that event are extremely motivated, are extremely dedicated, and are open to improving their life. Mm-hmm. So getting yourself around people like that, getting yourself away from your friends and your family who you grew up with who yeah. might not have that same mindset, who might not be as eager or as driven as you are, just getting yourself around anybody like that for sure is probably one of the more important things you're ever going to do in your entire life. Yeah. One of the hardest things, you know, I'll go back and we'll be, you know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, trying to explain this to my family. Yeah. And they, they look at me like I have two heads. Like how, how, like your family or friends that, you know, you tell them about it. What do you, what do you tell them? And like, is there a way to get people to this event and get people to realize, you know, there's so much more out there mm-hmm. than just like settling and, you know, actually go for your dream? Thankfully, uh, in my family, when my stepmom took us, she yeah. took me, my brother, my dad, and her two kids. Wow. So, um, so half of family. my family understands. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I definitely got the most out of it, mm-hmm. out of my entire family. Yeah. And then my uh, one full time guy, I took him uh, two years ago. I okay. took him to the event, paid for everything nice. for him, yeah. just so he could have the experience. And um, from somebody like him who has never been into anything like that, like doesn't listen to podcasts, is not into motivation or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the when on the last day, I was like, "So how do you like it?" He's like, "I'm just happier." <laughs> He's like, "I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. I'm just happier." And I'm like, "That's enough for me." You know, exactly. it's not going to change everybody's life, but yeah. I think there's a great chance that'll put you in a better quality of life for sure it's going to make you realize a lot about yourself because one of the main things that we go into during that process is limiting beliefs so we all have these limiting beliefs you know i'm not enough Mm -hmm. or i need to be perfect this that and the third and you know when you can understand those limiting beliefs and apply that to your life and you know replace those limiting beliefs with positive power you know there's there's a lot of power in that yeah for sure and the thing about limiting beliefs is i don't think there's ever there ever will be a time where you just don't have any. For it's sure. just a constant like, oh, I'm dealing with this. I need to get over it. Mm-hmm. Move on. Oh, I'm dealing with this. I yeah. need to get over it. Move on. Yeah, you just become aware of them a lot faster. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. So, where do you see you know all this going with the filmmaking career? Like you know in the yeah. future, like where where is it going to go? I don't know. Um, 
I have a deep love for business. Like, for sure. After my first surgery, when I went back to school, I think I had one year left. Um, the only thing in school that clicked in my head was business. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't have to study, and I got 98, 99% in all the classes. Yeah. For everything else, I it was a struggle. So business and marketing, actually, as a, as a whole, just made so much sense to me when I realized it. Yeah. So then I went to school for marketing, and I just didn't work out. Um, yeah. But then now, four or five years later, now all I do is marketing, and everybody would talk to just like oh he actually knows what he's talking about okay so let's talk about <laughs> this because i have a lot of friends that you know they're stuck in the nine to five mm-hmm. and they want to start their own business but you know they have to be disciplined in order to do that or they just don't know how or they just can't you know sacrifice that time and, and actually go for it so what advice do you have for people that they're in the nine to five they want to get out they want to start their business how do they start this business well you have to sacrifice the time yeah that's the problem if you're mm-hmm. not willing to sacrifice uh your free time to build an entire different career for yourself then you won't you know yeah like i I, thankfully i know it's a completely different situation for people who have like rent and have you know significant other or kids that's Mm -hmm. a different story you need to approach it a lot differently than how i did Mm -hmm. when i first left my nine to five i never even took a full-time job because i knew that i didn't want it i'm just gonna get enough money to live i had a part-time job working for a friend Mm -hmm. and then my first video gig ever it was eight hundred dollar wedding and when I got the 800 bucks, I'm like, I'm good. I can live off. I can live for two months off this. I quit my job <laughs> and went all in on my own vlogs. I, yeah. I think I completely ran out of money. Um, so that's why it wouldn't work for yeah. people who have need to spend money. Because I still live with my parents. I didn't pay for groceries or anything mm-hmm. yet. So the first step is really to take that big risk. Like you have to do it. There's really no other way around it. I think you can do it without risk, though. Yeah. You have to sacrifice time. For sure. And if you don't want to sacrifice time, then you have to take the risk. But if you don't want it to be risky, you have to sacrifice your time mm-hmm. because you can go home from a nine to five and still and work out. Yeah, you and can. work and work weekends. Even me, I'm five years into this business. Last night, it worked up until 9.30, 10 p.m. editing client work. You know, mm-hmm. and that's not where I see myself in the future. Like I don't yeah. see myself editing. I would be okay if I never edited another video ever. <laughs> yeah. um, but right now, in this stage of life, I do need to do as much as I possibly can. You for know. Sure. Um, so yeah, for somebody who wants to start a business, you have to start on the side and you have to love it. Like yeah. I was working. I didn't even have to work last night. I wanted to work last night mm, at nine thirty. That's PM a very good point because it just truly makes. I don't know. It's it's. It's different. It's not a job. It just becomes your life. It becomes your lifestyle. And, you know, you kind of have to have that mind. Like, what kind of mindset do you think entrepreneurs need to have? Because it's not for everybody. Like, yeah, everyone wants that freedom. It's not for most people. Yeah, it's not. Like, you need to be okay with just absolutely losing and being and not getting paid for a decade. Yeah, could be. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Um, what other business advice would you have for people? That uh, I would have business advice. Yeah. I don't know if I'm the person to ask, but um, like, how do you scale? Like, let's let's hit on marketing. Okay. Um, say I have a say we have a let's make a film business mm-hmm. for example how did you start marketing your film business how did you start getting jobs it was actually all just word of mouth and it still is pretty much yeah just meeting people putting yourself out there like i for example i started posting on social media a lot again like three mm-hmm. four months ago around this time yeah. we met i think yeah yeah um and just a month ago we landed a multiple thousand dollar a month retainer client mm-hmm. strictly from instagram dms 
yep. because I had connections from me just putting a lot of videos out. So like putting yourself out there, not even just online, but like showing up to networking events, meeting yep. every single entrepreneur you possibly can and not selling to them. That's mm -hmm. that's the advice. Building also. relationships. Building a relationship. So my main piece of advice, uh, and this is still so early, but it's really, really working for me, is Gary V said it. He gave me the idea. Is like, don't cold call. Yeah. Don't just pitch people for a, like, don't just try to sell right away. Mm -hmm. Just build a relationship with them. And he said to start a podcast. I had a podcast I did a few years ago, um, and I'm like, let me start this thing up again, see how it goes. Mm -hmm. So I restarted it. Now we film. Uh, it's all about business and life and business, basically, is what I talk about. So right. if you've been through crazy adversity in life, or if you've had pretty much, if you have a successful business, you've been through adversity. There's really no way to build a business oh, yeah. without 100%. going through some shit. For sure. So that's all I talk to people. I just talk mm -hmm. to people now who achieve some crazy things in life and business. And I think I'm, I just recorded my 26th, 27th episode. Yeah. But just doing the podcast where now when I reach out to people, I'm like, buy our service. I, I don't do that anymore. Yeah. I don't sell. Definitely I strictly not. just say, hey, come to my podcast. I want to talk about your life. Yeah. And mm. when I bring these people on, they're they are they have so much more knowledge and life experience that than me yeah and just because i created a genuine connection with the people yep. now i think three maybe four of them have been like okay um you should do a video for work for us like i didn't have to yeah. ask i didn't have to yeah. sell even just today i had a meeting with a podcast guest that's coming mm. up and at the end of it she's like we totally need to hire you for video for sure so I don't think that I'm better than anybody, but mm -hmm. I do think that I have a very unique story. And I found that For the sure. more that I share that with humans, the more that humans want to help me. Exactly. So the, the more I put myself out there, the more that I share my yeah. story, the more that I say how crazy my past has been and what we're doing, yep. the more people want to work with me. Makes total sense. Yeah. And it's kind of what you're doing with video too. You're creating stories that help people do that. Yeah. So like top three ways of marketing, kind of what you just said, podcasting is, is a huge one, especially in, in our environment, um, content and networking events and being real with people, not mm -hmm. trying to sell people, not trying to cold call, but like telling your story and actually making a genuine connection. Yeah. And for the podcast, I don't actually get that many views on the podcast. I make the podcast solely for the connection. Yeah. And it also doubles mm -hmm. as a great way to get 30 pieces of social media content. Yeah. But it mainly is for the connection with the other person. Yeah. I could care less if a person watches my podcast. For sure. They are pretty great, though. You should check it out. <laughs> yeah. What is your podcast and what's your Instagram? Uh, my Instagram is just my name, Logan Tremellen, T-R-E-M-E-L-L-E-N. The podcast is Defying Odds, and you can search that on Spotify, anywhere. Spotify, Apple, all of them. Everywhere, yeah. Awesome. Cool. So one of the questions that we ask everybody on our show is, what is your purpose? My purpose? You know, I didn't really know what it was. I, I was a, a guest on a podcast. It was just like a few weeks ago. I forgot about it until now. <laughs> um, but th this, I had to think about it because yeah. they asked me what my why was. And I didn't know until I was actually driving to the podcast. I was thinking about it. Mm. So back when I first got really, really sick, right? Um, I was laying in the hospital bed right after this coma. I was still, this was, I still had like a month until I actually got out of the hospital. I didn't know that at the time. Yeah. But I just woke up from this coma and I was so delusional because I was in a nine day coma. I thought I, it was just like a, you know, a few hour nap. I didn't realize that I was asleep for a over a week. Wow. So I woke up, I was looking at my phone. I barely could read the thing. It was probably two weeks later because I couldn't read my phone for the first week. So drugged up. Um, 
And I remember seeing there was a GoFundMe that someone started. It raised like fifteen, sixteen thousand dollars. Um, but I remember just scrolling through and just like in belief, like mm. why would people donate this much money to me? Mm. And I just remember laying there thinking like I need to find a way to repay all these people. <sighs> and um, and it was just subconsciously happened that like the next year I got into video production and action sports photography at the same races at the same events that the people came together and raised all this money for me and I remember the first event that I actually shot and made a little bit of money at I was like oh shit like this is it Hmm. this is how I can help people Right. And that was the very start, you know. Um, at that point, we were helping people just by making memories for their kids, basically. Um, and now it's scaling to like now we're actually helping businesses grow. Now we're actually helping other people share stories. And now yeah. helping entrepreneurs share their unique stories mm-hmm. of s- things that are way crazier than what yeah. I've dealt with. So it's just helping people. For sure. It's really everything that I do is just to help people. I love that. And like through your work, you can help others impact others. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like what I say too. It's so powerful what we do is share, sharing stories and helping people grow their brands. Um, so what is the what is the difference between purpose and pleasure? I would break that down into like my day to day or like my week yeah. to week. like. Pretty much everything that I do in life is driven by a purpose. Like mm-hmm. I worked until 10 p.m. last night for, for, sure. for a purpose. Like I exactly. am building a business to not just make myself a shit ton of money, but mm-hmm. make my team a shit ton of money and employ right. more people and build insane brands and help other businesses. But along with that purpose, I feel like you get a certain amount of pleasure out of it. But at the same time, if I only focused on building for that purpose, I feel like I would totally burn out. Like if I mm-hmm. every single night worked yeah. until 10 p.m., I don't know how long I could, you know, manage. Right. But I do have like what was it Tuesday afternoon? We left here at three or four p.m. and went snowboarding, and that was pure joy for sure. So like I feel like a lot of my life is like pure driven. Like I wake up and. I don't do morning routines. I made a video about that and got some backlash. But I wake up and strictly get to work, and I pretty much can do that 80 to 90% of my days where I wake up, work until I go to bed. Wow. But every now and then, I do need to get away from it and do need to. Like, I went to New York City last weekend for... It was a podcast trip, but Mm -hmm. I get so much joy out of traveling, so much pleasure out of traveling. For sure. And same thing with this weekend. Like, I am super excited to go on this trip um, and snowboarding, and sometimes we golf. And, you know, they're very different. Like, doing something for a purpose and doing something for absolutely no purpose and just pure pleasure. Yeah. Um, I think you need a good balance of both. Definitely. Now, um, what are some of the things outside of filmmaking that you do, and, like, what are some of the things that are on your bucket list so to speak i don't even know if i have a bucket list oh man um what some things that i do outside of filmmaking um i love traveling we kind of naturally travel for filmmaking but i love it even outside of that um snowboarding mountain biking um golfing i got into last year i still absolutely suck so don't ask me (laughs) to play with you but it's fun to go out there and just not care about anything um I mean, that's pretty much it. I'm a simple dude. 
I, I work. Career. I guess I work out a lot too. I work out five days. Yeah, a week. talk to me about that because you. Uh, I mean, you have insanely big biceps. Your veins are popping out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what do you, what do, you do? You just you just normally lift. You work out. How often do you work out? How how important is diet in 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 you know yeah. your muscle gain and stuff yeah. like that? Um, diet is very important. Um, it's pretty much been one of the, my main focuses over the past like two three years when i was doing crossfit i counted calories and i did all that stuff and i was more lean but i yeah. was killing myself at crossfit yeah where now i'm a lot more flexible on my diet i'm like let me eat good 80 percent of the time maybe even 60 70 percent of the time because i can get yeah. away with it i'm so young yeah um, and I you work just, out all the time I, so many yeah calories. yeah exactly um so right now i do uh, in my off season of work where we're not as fast or not as busy i do five days a week uh, it's a full body program. So each day I do, uh, I hit, we have one main progressive overload movement and then an accessory movement for the rest of your body. Yeah. Um, one exercise per body group or per muscle group basically. And that's four days a week. And then the fifth day is, I'll probably cut this out once we start traveling. Cause I just mm -hmm. don't have the time. I don't have five days here yeah. uh, with the gym. I'll only be able to do four, but day five is density day. So it's like 50, 60, 70, 80 reps per muscle group for time normally and okay. it sucks just to get wow. extra volume i'm sure um but yeah that's what i do okay pretty consistent i don't think i've i might have missed five workouts over the past yeah and how strict does your diet have to be with you know your condition yeah so right now i'm better than ever actually yeah uh when i had the ostomy bag it was funny because i could literally eat whatever i wanted mm. and i don't know i felt like i was i could get away with a lot when i had the ostomy bag Interesting. like i've ate two dozen cookies <laughs> and since i had the ostomy bag if i drank water quickly at all it yeah. would flush things out of me because i didn't have the last 80 percent of your intestine yeah um and that's the majority it was i was always dehydrated because i barely could it, you absorb most of your water at the end of your digestive system mm -hmm. and i didn't have it so right. if i ate a bunch of shitty food i could just drink water and uh, it would just flush out. Yeah. Now on the flip side, this pissed people <laughs> off. This is probably the, one of the main reasons I put on muscle so fast. I never got full mm. in that year and a half when I had yeah. the ostomy bag. Massive cheat code if you want to put on weight, <laughs> but I do not recommend getting an ostomy bag for this purpose. Um, I did not get full. Yeah. I mean, I could eat literally endlessly. I would have to go to the bathroom and empty the bag. Yeah. But I could eat probably 8,000 calories so you just a day. put on muscle oh, it's so fast yeah because i just literally could eat and eat and eat <laughs> so that got me from basically nothing to 145 pounds and then i actually at the end of what was it 2021 um i was in a very unique position because this is doesn't happen to most people where i had the ability to get the ostomy re removed right and they basically reconnected everything now i digest food normally again mm -hmm. um and that was a transition where I was going through a few other health issues because obviously it's still a big surgery for sure. Um, and was dealing with a, some weird things. Um, so I got out of CrossFit because I didn't know what was going on. And I just kind of naturally progressed to this training program that I do now that I love. Um, and now in the past year, I put on another 20 pounds of muscle mm. and got leaner and feel way better. Awesome. Do yeah. you have any like fitness challenges or anything you want to conquer? No, I actually, I made a video about this a while ago too, where yeah. I didn't actually like the idea of 75 hard. No. You know, I, I, some people get some great results out of it. Don't get For me sure. wrong. But I don't like the fact that it's so, so strict. Like you can't sure. miss anything for 75 days mm -hmm. now there are some benefits that come with it for sure but i also feel like a lot of people it might hurt their results mm -hmm. like for me i'm like 
why would I want to do 75 days straight when I can just do five days a week for the rest of my life? Like, this isn't a change that I'm making just the for 75 days. Change. This is my entire life. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. 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 Seventy five hard is interesting. I would never really do that. I think it's like it's not, not it's not all purposeful. Like it's just kind of challenging yourself where you don't really need to be challenged. There's a there's another thing out there. Um, one of my friends actually created it. Um, it's called the hundred day challenge, and you just you just create a custom challenge for a hundred days. Yeah. And you can do whatever you want. And there's eight different components of life. You can do all eight. You can do one of them if you wanted to. But I like that a lot better. If someone's trying to build discipline that way, I think a challenge is a good way to start off. Yeah. But seventy five hard. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like it's gonna help. It's gonna build that discipline. Well, if you do it, it's, I yeah. mean, it's impressive. All power to you. Um, there's only been a few times in my life where I've done something similar. Yeah. Uh, where like working out for six months straight, uh, stuff like that. But. I don't think that's healthy long term. Yeah. Like your body needs rest. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's um, about making that lifestyle change. Yeah. So um do you have any uh I know you mentioned a mentor before, but do, like who do you draw inspiration from besides Tony Robbins? Yeah. So there's three people online who I draw inspiration from. Tony, Gary V, and Alex Ramosi. Those okay. are pretty much the only three people yeah. online that I listen to. Um as far as in my personal life, you know, my friend Cody Warner, he's the reason I started daily vlogging. We still talk every once in a while. He was on my podcast. It was a great episode. Yeah. Um, and I still, for some reason, I've been very good at using Instagram. I don't know why Instagram has been the, the vehicle, mm -hmm. but I've been very good at connecting myself with people who are just playing the game of life way higher than me. Yeah. Like the dude who does my programming now, I've been following him for three, four years. I just started doing his program a year ago. Uh, we've just connected on Instagram and now I work for him. Like he's one of our clients now wow. and I just was a fan, you know? Yeah. I saw you did a podcast with a billionaire the other day. <laughs> I don't know if he's actually a billionaire, okay. um, but he founded a $1.5 billion company. Okay. Got it. And that was actually when I lived in New York, I worked, I helped him on one of his startups, video production. Yeah. I worked for free. Okay. Um, and we've just connected on Instagram ever yeah. since. And from my Instagram and him following me, he just saw what I was up to yeah. and saw, he learned a lot about my life. And when I'm, that was the first time I've actually talked to him in real life oh, when wow. we shot the podcast. And that's I literally it. asked him, I was like, do you know anything about me? He's like, yeah, watch all your stuff. I'm like, okay, that's, hey, that's cool. Yeah. But yeah, insane. Uh, and the dude does my tra training, Ryan, he's coming up in two weeks on the pod. For sure. And then one of my other friends, Babin, he worked for Gary Vee. He was one of Gary Vee's main oh, wow. video guys. Yeah. Uh, he was on the, he'll be on the podcast this Monday. That's sick. Uh, it's already filmed and edited. It's already uploaded. I just need to schedule it or make nice. it live. Yeah. But he now works for one of the largest comedians in the world, his mm -hmm. chief creative officer, and they just produced a Netflix documentary together. So I've, I don't know why I've been okay at this, but I've been very good at just connecting with people like I said, with the podcast, like not mm -hmm. being salesy, but connecting with people in a genuine yeah. way and bringing them value. You also said you did free work before. Yeah, I've done a lot of free work. Yeah, exactly. I still do free work depending yeah. on the opportunity. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's so important. A lot of people aren't really willing to do that. But when you're first starting out, like do it for free. You need to practice anyway. I still do free work. Yeah. Like just not that long ago, I did a free two hour podcast in the studio, didn't charge them a thing, yep. but it's because uh, it has the potential to be, I don't know, multiple, you know, what is it? Five, a five figure client this year yeah. because he has, he's the connection between two possible new series. Mm -hmm. And I understood that. And I was like, I'm willing to work five hours for free just to see if this opportunity Absolutely. plays out. You Absolutely. Know? Yeah, for sure. So, um, what is your biggest piece of advice for you know people in their 20s number one message hmm. 
don't be afraid to do what you actually want to do. It's something that I still even deal with. You know, when we're, when we're very young, we really, really care about what other people think of us. And I just started posting on social again a few months ago because up until that point, I was like, I hate what my social media looks like. I wasn't posting anything. It was all old stuff. And it wasn't stuff that I was proud of. And I was scared to post because it's like, I don't want to be judged. I don't want to mm. be putting this crap out there. And I don't want other people to actually see what I'm doing. Um, but when I was like, okay, I care about business. I care about growing this business, regardless of if it's video production or not. Actually, I forgot to talk about that part. Um, I want to build businesses in my life. I want to have an insanely, you know, health healthy and energy filled life of you know traveling and helping people and giving money mm -hmm. away for absolutely no reason and doing just ridiculously thing I ridiculous things because we're only here once, right? Yeah. Um, and a few months ago i was like i need to actually start making some big changes so you know i, I already had my best friend working for me I was, and i still feel like i'm playing the game of life so small <laughs> um but i was yeah. like let me just give everything that i have right now so yeah. i started posting a shit ton on social media i started mm -hmm. the podcast i started really putting myself out there so now i have like five to ten new potential client meetings a week with just complete strangers which is very weird when you first get into it yeah i'm sure um now we have a studio i have way more overhead than possible i'm barely paying myself anything because i want to actually grow the business mm. and myself you know i don't care about finances right now that's not the stage of life that i'm at yeah i just care about growing and actually building something massive um and that's because that's what i care about for sure and i feel like so many people are stuck doing something that they think other people care about mm -hmm. you know and it comes back like the college situation. I was in a very unique position where my parents were behind me when I said I wanted to drop out of college. Mm. I was in a very unique position where my parents were okay with me moving to Florida for college and moving to New York for fun, doing all this crazy stuff. So like, I understand that I am very lucky in some aspects. Definitely. But it's your life. And you shouldn't just watch where you go. You should control it absolutely yeah so um can we just shout out every, like your business let's do the instagram one more time um anywhere people can find you yeah just shout yourself out yeah i would just look up logan tremellen i'm on you know instagram youtube tiktok instagram and youtube are definitely the best uh logan t-r-e-m-e-l-l-e-n yeah. on there you can go to my link and bio you can see our action sports page you can see the business page you can see the website all everything's linked from my personal and that's where i definitely post the most impactful stuff awesome man well really glad to have you on your yeah, huge I, inspiration I you have uh, a absolutely crazy story and you're you're killing it man so i appreciate you for sure man thanks for coming on man yep see ya signing off